Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, a podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and band. I'm Will. I'm Josh. I'm Joe. Welcome everyone to episode 41. 41? 41 or 42? I don't know. One of those two. <laughs> Parenting Without Getting Up. We're, I think we're kind of back on track. This is like our third one we've done within a month-ish, so that's pretty good. Um, and uh, it's been a while since we've had three dads, uh, actually all three of us on, because Josh, you and I did one recently, and then Joe, you and I did one. We attempted to do one. No, we did one. It didn't save. It didn't save. It didn't save. No, it's up. It's oh, no, there. it did work. That's Cubs, right. We did it on Cub Scout camp. Oh, that's right. We, that yeah. did work. Was there another time we tried to do something else? I don't remember. I lost it. <laughs> We've lost it. Will's got a face. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. That makes me think that he we lost it again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little technical difficulty. I'm just making sure our gains are up high enough that you can actually. It's like the meters are going crazy. But when Did I you guys at talk the about lines, Camp Rosenbaum, I didn't listen to that podcast. Rosenbaum. What's Rosenbaum? Up in Washington, Big Boy Scout camp. No, we talked. To, well, you didn't listen to the episode. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, just I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I need all the all, all the no, hits we I talked can about get. Camp Clark, which is okay. Like Clark, yeah, yeah, because yeah. of the Cub Scout camp we went. Yeah, to. we talked a little about Butte Creek, Creek. Yeah. the Butte Creek which Ranch, we did a couple years yeah. ago, mm-hmm. which was a couple years ago. But um, I just, uh, man, I'm looking at this and it looks like I'm I'm super loud. I'm gonna turn myself down. So, uh, but then I talk loud anyway. So, yeah, that was yeah, you should listen to that one. But yeah, so uh, yeah, that was a pretty good one. That one wasn't. That was one with Charlie and Sam yeah. on there, and they had used the area mic, and I was really bummed out about the quality because oh, that's right, it was the mics that didn't work. It was the mics that uh, weren't working. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember there was an issue, but yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I had to use an area mic to get all four of us because my setup for four wasn't working. So, and it was really echoey. What? Picky, picky, picky. I'm okay. gonna slowly slouch, anyways. Oh, there we go. It's now been it's, a long now it's day today. Okay, that's a good, good half. <laughs> and uh, Josh, pivot yours in a little more. My goodness, man. I just want to make sure I get it. I'm going to cut all this out. So, should we start from the beginning again? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can edit it out. All right. Maybe I won't. I don't know. You need something to do. I was having them adjust their microphone, so we were all coming up good. Anyway, I guess we're going to leave that in. Why not? Sure. <laughs> Um, so work to Beep. Uh, how you guys doing? Like, what's going on? Well, like we were talking about before the before we started recording, my daughter's daycare just shut down. Uh, that um, stinks. Yeah, it's been stressful. I'm talking with Joe a little bit about that. But and so uh, you got a two year old. You don't know where to put her. Right. Yeah, and I don't want to keep her at home. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been five Fair days, set, six days, and I'm just like, there's people that have multiple of these. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you not been? I mean, you've not been. I've been off work. You've been taking time yeah, off taking work. time off work till uh, Thursday, till tomorrow. Oh yeah, good. And All right. Yeah, staying healthy. Hopefully, everybody out there listening is staying healthy. You know, I uh, yeah. One of my good friends. I mean, sure, everybody's had a friend that's lost somebody from COVID. Oh man, but, yeah. Uh, that recently just happened. You just lost a friend of yours to COVID? No, no, my friend's uncle. Oh, your friend yeah. had a friend. Had, yeah, oh. friend's uncle. Gosh, yeah. My mom was like really sick the last few days. She's on the mend, and she, my sister, they're in Montana. My sister took her to Montana, took her to the hospital and um, the ER. And it turns out it was not COVID. It was, it had kind of some of the earmarks of COVID, but but they gave her like two different tests on two different, you know, one day and then like a day later. 
and it turns out it was just sort of some uh, viral like bottle cough or what you know whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, Same thing happened to Yana actually. Her out, yeah, we had to get her. We got her, we got her COVID test last week. Oh yeah, because if she had a. Same thing, you know. You can't tell yeah. if it's a cold or it's COVID. You know, it's all a little coming. kid. They yeah. can't really communicate how. And they're... our daycares, our old daycare, ah, our old daycares policy was, um, if they had a fever at all, which she's a baby, so if the wind blows in the wrong direction, <laughs> she gets a fever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, she had a fever. <laughs> yeah. So she had a fever. So we, uh, in order to avoid the ten day, yeah. the it's, ten days of. It's better to be safe, though. Yeah. Although yeah. watching a two-year-old get prodded like that, she was not having it. Oh, I bet. Well, a six-year-old and a ten-year-old don't, don't have it either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or a forty-year-old. Yeah. So our daycare also had uh, somebody uh, was positive, and so the kids had to stay home. And so we actually had both of our kids tested twice in one week, and they so they got both the throat one and the nose one. So they've experienced oh, wow. both in I'll less than the, three I'll days. Bet Avery did not like that. She was actually a champ. Really? The 10-year-old was the pain. Oh, yeah. He's like, eh, he's choking on the first one. And then, yeah. Yeah, okay. And he was also upset because he was missing football last week. Oh. He was happy to be yeah. at football practice last night. What's so, that? He was, was happy, happy to be back at football the, practice last night. The Charlie's been doing baseball, fall ball, and they've had to cancel the last – cancel practice and – and the game on Sunday because of the rain has been horrible, horrible rain. I we've needed like it. it. Yeah, it's yeah, we've definitely nice needed it. But I mean, it's, it's football. Been... Oh, okay. Football plays in anything. Yeah, it's not. That's true. Baseball, <laughs> where if the ball slips or the bat slips, everybody's like, oh. No, we just hit people harder. That's you, all we do. Um, excuse me. Didn't you coach my kid in baseball? <laughs> yeah, that's a year? spring sport, summer <laughs> sport. It's <laughs> fall. It's baseball. It's football time. You're supposed to be hitting somebody. Okay. All right. Okay, Gosh. you can see what sport I like that's, better. That's one sport yeah. I never played. Football, Football? No. really? Nope, track, cross country. But you're built basketball. more like yeah, a, more you're like a, a runner. Yeah, if it's yeah. more than ten yards, I don't run it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even like watching people run with the fear they're going to ask me to join. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah. that's how I feel. I'd I, rather yeah. swim. Put me in water. If, yeah. If I had a choice between running. Or swimming, I'll take the swimming any day. Really? <laughs> Running's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, my kid, he likes to run. He's he's been doing doing really well in baseball, and the clinic thing they've been doing has been really good. He's been they actually won a game. They've played one game and they won it. Hey, we not were, only not only we did they were win, very close multiple uh, times. I know, I know. And one of them we actually technically would have won, I think, if we would have actually got to finish finish the inning. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, did but, you get them sprinkles on their ice cream for winning? Ever seen the commercial? What's that? You know, progressive commercial. They take him to the ice cream shop, and they're like, "Everybody gets ice cream if you win or lose." And then the kid's like, "I want sprinkles," and she's like, "Sprinkles are for winners." Oh, <laughs> I think I have that. seen that one. Yeah, I have seen that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, but they actually won. I, you're talking about the running thing, and Sam kind of has your. I think in terms of running, yeah, he likes running even less than I do. Yeah. But I just remember, and I think it was the last game we we were so close to winning the spring and spring, and I think that what what did he got into a he was sort of taunting the pitcher, and he he was trying to steal home, yeah, and he didn't make it. It was it was so fun, but it was so great (laughs) to watch him. He was hamming it up out there. It was so it was. I don't care if we didn't win that game because it was so fun to watch him. 
and uh, yeah, well, you didn't was... have the conversation. You weren't part of the conversation afterwards. in the car afterwards oh, really? when we discussed his speed. Yeah, and lack of. Yeah, I probably got father of the year from that conversation. I know I, my wife wasn't happy that I was telling him he was slow and he shouldn't have ever tried it. <laughs> I was sitting next to your wife, right behind her, I think, uh, during that game. And I said, you know what, Sam? He, like, his, I think the best position for him would be mascot. Not because he's not good at any other position. He's good at other positions. But he is so funny and he's so... He just loves well, to entertain. You can catch see it. Man. That's what he should do. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but he doesn't want to squat that long. Oh yeah. God, I know those guys are incredible. And and he the helmet gets hot and. Yeah, that would be yeah right. And, yeah, and yeah. so I go, what's the difference between playing football with all the gear on and catching? He goes, well, I'm hitting somebody, Dad. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, so if we can make catchers more contact sport, you do yeah. that. Yeah. It's like yeah. my my nephew's a big big kid. He's uh, twelve. Mm-hmm. 11 or 12 and he's wears a size 12 shoe oh, and he's cow. just i mean i'll show you a picture of it he's just 5 11 i mean just i mean he looks like a 15 16 year old well i remember like sam like three years ago he was the biggest kid he he dwarfed everybody else in his mm-hmm. his grade i think other kids have kind of caught up to him now a little bit but yeah but in football he plays on five six so he's a fifth grader playing with sixth graders oh and there's only He's actually the heaviest kid on. The oh, team. really? Oh, wow. Okay. And and yeah, there's he, yeah. He's definitely built like a football player. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not fat, roly poly kid. Yeah. But we weighed him because we he's, had a beforehand, and he's 154 pounds. He's like a bull, and he's five foot. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, even the he's big five six, foot now. He's five foot now. Wow. Kelsey is putting bricks on his head, trying to slow him down. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's not happy that he's going to be taller than she is before he oh leaves fifth grade. Right. What is she like? Five three? She is five two. That's right. Really I, five I one and a half. Discussion. But she says five two. I asked her about the song. Uh, I asked her when she told me she was five two. I don't know how it came up, but it was at one of the games. And I asked her what because I was sitting behind her. And I asked her what color her eyes were. And she said blue. I said, oh, like then that's like the song five foot two eyes of blue. And she didn't know that song. It's an old 1920s. Oh, I know the song. 30s, like jazz. She like, knows it. Oh, yeah? She knows it. It's she she not said she didn't we, know it. Oh, I know she does. She says she doesn't know it. Oh, okay. It, All right. Yeah. If I want to not be sleeping in my bed tonight. <laughs> that easy, huh? I'll uh, oh. My guest bed is incredibly comfortable. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it's like a temperpudic, just... It's more comfortable than my bed. If you get woken up by a text message at yeah. 3 a.m., <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> you hear me knocking on the door. I'll be playing that song on repeat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Not Joe, anything new? Like, what's going on? I'm a teacher. You're a teacher. We're right? buried right now. Yeah. Yeah, just buried. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about band tonight, and it's great because you're doing band, right? Yeah, I teach everything under the sun. Yeah. I get yeah. to listen to the screechy violins, the duck calls of the clarinet, the <laughs> fart sounds of the trombone. Whoa, calm down. <laughs> and then I also teach choir. So, yeah. How much better? And then ukulele. I teach all that in one day. Yeah. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk more <laughs> about that. But um, uh, part of the reason I want to ha- have this subject, and we'll get into it, but. Um, was because our kids both selected new instruments this year. They're both in fifth grade, both eligible to start a band. And so I thought that was really cool. 
Um, but and we'll talk about that. But yeah, my child didn't have a choice. Yeah. Would you, would you trumpet? I'm a trumpet player. So trumpet. Well, he, no, he did not pick the trumpet. He did have that choice, but he didn't have the choice of if he gets to be in band or not. Oh, that's so oh. weird. Okay, so we'll talk. We'll talk about. I didn't either, actually. We'll, we'll talk about that a bit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, we're in it now. But, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I was gonna say uh, something. What was I gonna say? What's new with you, Will? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still looking for a job. <laughs> if that means anything, um, it's been months now. I swear. There's. It's like. There's jobs. I'm going to have to take something lower than I think, you know, my position would normally what I'm looking for because there's positions like kind of entry. You know, you always see like now hiring. These are all almost like 90% of jobs out there are entry level, $18 an hour. You know, um, when I was making considerably more than that, you know, about double that almost, um, it's really difficult. You know, I'm looking for something that's sort of manager level or sort of, middle management level and there's not a lot out there there's like executive positions i've seen there's entry level there's not a lot in between and so it's been difficult but uh so i'm still looking uh we're getting by though um i'm working i'm temping right now for the company i used to work for i think i mentioned this before on the podcast um they've got me doing some data entry they're paying me my old rate at, for data entry which is pretty darn good for data entry but um, but there's no insurance or anything, and Andrea's jobs don't have insurance, so uh, we got to come up with something pretty quick. But anyway, luckily we've got the Oregon Health Plan, and that may be our, our fallback for right now. But um, I'm still pushing hard. But I was like, Amazon is hiring, and I was going to apply for even like a God, an entry level Amazon job just for the insurance. But I have to like the job is in there's a warehouse here in town or roughly in town close you know within 30 minutes of us but to for the interview i have to drive an hour and a half to get to the interview to go for the interview and like i can't i don't have i can't do that so um yeah it's been kind of rough but uh but i'm you know trying to keep faith something will come up it will soon so anyway yeah but yeah, still, still here. So uh, I'm still, I'm still working. I'm still making decent money, you know, from from the temping stuff. But it's kind of the insurance is the one that gets Have me. Have you ever seen Office Space? It's been it's been a long time. A long time. So you could always write a simple computer program that just rounds the decimals. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. No I one's going to miss point zero one pennies. I wish, pennies, I wish yeah. and I know Josh would probably disagree with me, but I wish we. This is where I, I wish we did have some sort of like universal health care. Yeah. You know, f- um, like uh, some a lot of other countries do. But anyway. Not a lot of other countries, but some countries, yeah. yeah. Well, like a lot of the, like, yeah, like. Uh, like a couple. UK a couple. And, and most of the European countries and Canada. And, and Canada has it too. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, yeah, other than that, everything's going fine. Kids are doing good. They're back in school in person. And that's been kind of interesting, but uh, yeah. yeah, in person, yeah. Well, honestly, yeah, no Joe, would te- you rather no more teaching in your underwear, or you? Could, oh no, I guess. I've been so. I am probably the most hated teacher right now because I am so adamant about spacing and everything. Oh yeah, because the protocols for me, well, because of ban, because of band and choir. Yeah, yeah, you're um, saliva everywhere. Everywhere. And so, um, yeah, um, I 
You have to put the little masks on the end of the horns. And oh, the I have shields. Mute. I have yeah. plastic walls. I yeah. have. They just spent nine thousand dollars in my district just to order specialized masks and more um, covers for instruments. Just give everybody a Herman mute. That should block like. Like, like it, it'll be like a band of Miles Davis. It'll be great. You know it'll be so good. So I've always, uh, when I was in band, and again we're. We thought we were going to wait to talk about bands. Yeah, we're good. I always wanted to play with one of those, but we never got to. Never had an opportunity. So there's like a straight mute. There's a there's a cup mute. There's a Harmon mute. The Harmon are the ones that kind of go inside and then make it sound really nasally. Yeah, like anybody knows. Well, they all go inside the bell. Well, well, the cup mute doesn't. Yeah, and the plunger doesn't. The Harmon mute is the kind of like this double. You can actually tune a Harmon mute because there's actually a part that you can pull in and out depending on how you want it to sound. No, but no. for anybody who's listened to Miles Davis, he especially he went sleep. through a period where he was like Harmon mute all Harmony the time. everything. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, so yeah, so let's talk about band. So, like, Charlie and I went last night to our school, his school's, it was actually at the middle school. He's in fifth grade. It's elementary school. Claggett, right? Yeah, but it's a Claggett. Yeah. So, so Sam and he'll be in band together. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because everybody that goes to Claggett is at Claggett. Oh, cool. Okay, so uh, yeah, so we went. Did you go to the thing last night? Then? Uh, I didn't have to. I'm didn't a band teacher. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, that's we actually. E- I'm actually friends with the band teacher, so I email yeah. him. I says, "Do we really have to?" Because Sam has actually a football practice. So yeah, he goes, "No, here." Yeah, <laughs> he just sent me the stuff. So yeah, so we <laughs> went, and I mean, I have a clarinet because I, I, I think oh, I've said under did before. Liam switched to clarinet. No, mm. so um. Okay, but I have a clarinet because I took I, I have a music degree. I actually was going to I was going to teach band. That was one of the things. So I got a, a minor in music and minor. And you have to take all these pedagogy classes on how to teach winds and how to teach, you know, brass. You have to take you have to learn to play basically the at least the basics of all the instruments. So so I one semester I took, I think, three a full year of those classes. Um, one semester was just all. Like clarinet. Well, I think I did a whole semester of clarinet. So yeah. I ended up buying the clarinet because I love the clarinet. It's a great instrument. It's so like rich and smoky in the lower range, and you get up into the, like the clarion range, clarion range, and it's like he looks like super, he's having love with his clarinet. Super high. No way. <laughs> but it, I mean, those I, are the nerds and bands. I yeah. love the fact that a single clarinet can cut through an entire orchestra. You can hear it above. You know, you've got an brass or bust. Playing yep. Forte. The real cool people are doing brass. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, it's it's a great, it's such a versatile instrument. I mean, I said a composition. Yeah, still going. <laughs> I said a composition and arranging. And so, I mean, I love using the, like the clarinet paired with the flute is an awesome combination. Anyway. Um, Do you, yeah. You also play so, a brass instrument too, though. No. No, he doesn't. But piano, but you're an expert I, pianist. I, well, you're really good. I mean, for me, I'm proficient. He's better than I am. I was gonna say. I mean, if for those of you who don't know, Will did compose our intro. intro I don't know if we ever talked about that. Yeah, I, our introduction. I composed and. But we. Don't, I don't think we've ever talked about that on the podcast. Did so we? that's me. Point when you hear on the podcast when you listen yeah. to our podcast, you hear the music comes in. I wrote and and played that. Wait, is it episode forty one? I don't think that we had ever ever talked about that. Not, no. This is a perfect <laughs> episode. <Probably not>. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Three years or two years, whatever it's been, it's never come up. Yeah, so, I mean, all yeah. I'm and being I serious. Played here. that on. I recorded it on the company that I am temping for now. I used to work for full time. 
um, is a music publishing company. We have a grand piano and like in our big meeting hall. And so I actually went and I recorded it on that piano <laughs> and the music hall I took my laptop, took my little microphone and just set up a boom mic. And I, uh, yeah, sat and recorded it. So, um, it's a great piano. It's got a, it's got great quality to it. So I know you anyway. should teach me how to play piano. Lord, I don't have that much patience. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell him he needs to get back into subbing, but we don't have subs. You're I'm real. not licensed. So. It doesn't matter. You have a bachelor's degree. Really? Yeah. If you have a bachelor's degree, they will they will certify you to sub. You're kidding. Mm-mm. We'll talk so offline. We'll talk offline. Yeah. No, we'll talk yeah, later. That's interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you more I later. I have not even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can't fill subs positions. Right I now. did talk to the to the high school band director who's new. I guess. Yeah, uh, shoot, what's her name now? I can't remember. But yeah, I, I can't know remember. She, she came um, from Michigan. Yeah, she had a she, she had a Michigan State uh, mm-hmm. uh, mask on. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but I uh, talked to her about maybe like I've got a couple pieces that maybe might be of use so that maybe they could play. So that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, but so yeah, so Charlie and I went to this thing last night, and um, we took the clarinet just so we could kind of show, like you know, the the band director. Like we got this clarinet, and and um, I mean I knew it would be fine, but uh, so we took it, and I told Charlie, you know, before when we got there, look, you're gonna hear instruments tonight. They had the high school coming, high school kids come in and play different instruments, and it was really cool. And I said you're gonna hear different instruments, but I want you to know, just because we have a clarinet, does not mean you have to take do the clarinet if you hear another instrument that you really like. Something inexpensive like a tuba. <laughs> like I was gonna suggest a tin whistle, <laughs> but, a recorder. But, a recorder. <laughs> but um, but no. So I and I mean he. I have always thought, just with his personality, he's a very outgoing. He's got a for being a little kid. He's got a big personality, and I really thought trumpet. He just seems like a trumpet kid. Oh, is he is a trumpet player. Did yeah. he choose that? What's that? Burns and Spencer. Is that the instrument he chose? Yeah. So he decided to go with the trumpet. And oh, they good for him. Had, it fits him perfectly. Yeah, I think they so, They had too. the music stores uh, were represented there, so we went and lined up at, mm-hmm. at the table at the music store. We bought a trumpet. Well, we put it on payment plans. Right. Yeah. Right. No but one it's a rent-to-own. Really what's, what's a trumpet cost nowadays, Will? Um, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> the Yamaha. It's a Yamaha. It's a basic. It's a student. It's, it's a student instrument. Yes, it it's is. pretty though. Yeah. it's really pretty. No, well, I mean, a nice how much, student, how about nine hundred bucks. Yeah. So for that's a entry level. That's basically. an entry level. What's a Yamaha seems fine. What was I think that was my trombone for yeah. Yamaha. I have a Bach. Is that so pretty spendy? That's a it's a it's a mid level trumpet. And back in the nineties. Back in the '90s, it was twenty-seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it's probably a good three or four now. I have my trombone upstairs. I should crack it up, crack it open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I also thought trumpet would be good because you can, from there, you can move like, like that's not like the horn, man. All the you band know, teachers, you know, what I'm thinking the, back to all band teachers. They all, their instrument of choice is always trumpet. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I mean, I ended up. I was a trumpet player, but I ended up playing. Baritone and tuba. Right. By the time I ended my senior year in high school, I played all three instruments. It's not too difficult to shift no. to other brass instruments. I was gonna say, and I'm doing tr- that well, right from now. trumpet to trumpet or kids. trumpet to tuba would be probably pretty easy I mean, to switch it's to. It's a lot. That's a, a much easier than switch than like saying go from clarinet to flute or like yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, even clarinet yeah. to oboe. So I have, or, I have, I think I, flute would be harder to learn than. So I'm having to rebuild my snare. program right now, and so I have a bunch of trumpet players, and so I've convinced some of my eighth graders to 
continue playing their trumpet, but I've convinced them to also learn a second instrument. So I have a trumpet player that's going to play a tuba for me, and I have two trumpet players that are going to play baritones for me. And then they're going to also play their trumpet, so that they're going to switch off and stuff depending on the instrument. So talk a little bit about, so like, um, well, we should talk about Sam. So uh, let's talk to you as a dad first. So yeah. like, how cool, was it pretty cool to see Sam? Like, Sam was really excited with this clarinet, right? Oh, yeah. So um, I saw the picture on Facebook, oh, yeah. man, and he was beaming. Oh, yeah. He, um... Because we had to stay home, and my kids were perfectly healthy, I was perfectly healthy, and it was just because they had been exposed by to somebody that was positive. We were forced to quarantine or, or stay home, but by this time, we've had already two negative tests. And so we knew that the instrument night was going to be a night we weren't going to be able to go to. Oh, right. Right? And so I just took him to the shop that I deal with for my work. And so we went down there, and he chose to do clarinet. But we had long conversations in my house. So my, me and my wife are both music teachers, so it's we don't really care what you play and stuff. And so we've had conversations with him. It's like he's known what instruments are what for a long time. He's and music literate, at least. He's very, yeah, he's very music literate because he tells me to shut up all the time when I'm practicing. God, I struggle <laughs> with that. I struggle with that. <laughs> but um, but um, we asked him, I said, well, what do you want to play? And because we were like, well, you can play anything you want. And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, well, what one do you like? And he goes, well, I kind of like the recorder. It's because he really liked it, playing the yeah. recorder in third grade. And they technically were supposed to play it last year, but that didn't happen. And so we we're like, well, if you like the recorder, I think you'll like the clarinet. And so we played a little bit of the clarinet and he saw the clarinet and he goes, yep, I like that. Yeah. Because the clarinet is kind of him. I mean, all the goofy sounds you can make in a clarinet, <laughs> it's perfectly him. I could yeah. see him sitting there making goofy sounds in his clarinet, driving that band teacher nuts. Yeah. See the see, br- I would see have pegged him for like a like definitely a brass, like a little like I mean, No, like, it's too it's too out there. Yeah. He, his goofiness is kind of behind the I mean, oh, you see geez. him dancing, but a lot of times he has no idea that anybody's <laughs> watching him. He's, he he kind of thinks he's floating under the radar, and yeah. he makes these little crack comments all the time. So if you're not really paying attention, you would ever get him. Oh, yeah. But and so, you know, it, it, it. So we he decided to do that. So we took him into the store. I just kind of gave them here's the list, get it all, and yeah. He he opened the thing up and he goes, "It's broken, Dad." <laughs> I was like, "No, it's not broken." It comes apart so that you don't have to have this really. B- and one of the one of the workers there goes, "Yeah, otherwise it'd be a really big case." Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, but I could hide a gun in here." You know? <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> I was like, "You do not say that again." Yeah. He, he thinks. Of, oh, I forgot he's in school. I was like, "Yeah, my man." Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's. But he's like he's like he's thinking of like Among Us and like oh, video right. games yeah, yeah. he's the, watched. Yeah. Right. And there's some things that I like. Uh, so we had a long conversation about that you one afterwards. Never, never, never do ever there, do that. that. Yeah. Do that. But he, it was funny. He he was um, he really enjoyed it. Um, he um, we haven't put it together yet at home. Oh really? Mm-mm. We have not done that. Partially because my wife and I have kind of held off on it. Being music teachers ourselves, we could sit down and teach him right now. Yeah. We don't want him to learn that way. We want him to build the relationship with Oops. his band teacher. 
no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. Charlie. Sorry, band teacher. <laughs> no, but it's it, it's it, it's a little different because yeah. I could teach him. I can literally get his book out right now and walk him right through the book. Yeah. And I could have him working on things. We could be doing things. I mean, he'd be way farther ahead than the people that he's going to go start playing next week on mm -hmm. because I could be the the that band parent that knows too much and starts giving him private lessons. That's going to be me, I'm afraid. Yeah. Good. Um, I plan on giving him more instruction, but I yeah. want him to have that first experience of yeah. coming in and learning how to be in the band with the kids, with the rest of the kids, doing yeah. exactly. Because I know my son well enough that if he knows just a little, he'll start thinking he needs to help everybody else. Oh, okay. And so to be the cool. He's yeah. kind of yeah, or he'll try to be funny as he's trying to do it, kind of a thing. Yeah. So we've kind of just like you know what, we'll just let the other, we'll let the band teacher teach you how yeah. to put that together. He's getting paid for. I it. will not. fix any problems that we see yeah. show up at home <laughs> after the fact. I wish I remembered my band teacher's name. God, Adam Stevens, middle school for a year. Yeah. But he did a terrible job because I still ne I never learned how to read music. Oh really? Yeah, that's so bad. what I mean is I could read the music and I knew the slide positions from where the note. Yeah, on the, yeah, on but the you don't know was. what the note is. I didn't know what the note was, yeah. but I would read the music. But I would I would read one through seven. Yeah, my slide right. positions yeah. on my music sheet, and my teacher knew that. In fact, because I did jazz band and I did the jazz festival at McMinnville High School oh, and yeah? stuff, but um. He would let me write slide positions on fast music, mm. like on the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And I thought. Well, that's not much different than writing fingering for piano. I mean, me, there, I yeah. Know, it is a well, it is different because yeah, it, they they're not really learning the notes. The notes that's right, There's yeah. a difference between, hey, I need a hint here. Or I need yeah. a hint here. Yeah. But I will I will flat out tell you this tuba player that will I will be using who's a trumpet player. He's switching from treble clef to bass clef. Yeah. That's and he's kind of freaking out about it. And I says, don't worry. We'll just write your fingerings in. He knows how to read treble clef. He's, but yeah. I need a tuba player, and he volunteered to do it. And I said, here, we're yeah. we're going to make you successful immediately by just yeah. writing I just, in. Because like, I think I remember C was three. Right? No, I can't remember. I'd have to look at the music, and I could still probably so write it. open positions. No, no, no. No, it's not. No. So B flat is first position. Oh, C is three. It is three. It's yeah. three. Right. D okay. is four. Yeah. Um, and I never ever did seven. Well, depending I, on how young you are, you can't reach seven. Well, that, that was I, me in fourth grade. I played the trombone. I was yeah, six foot a, tall like, in seventh grade. Position. Most beginners don't. They don't teach seventh position because most sixth graders basically lose the slide because they can't yeah. reach yeah, that far. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was me in fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade when I took band. Yeah, because I did band fifth grade when they start. Right, fourth grade was strings, I think. And here in Salem, Kaiser, yeah. yeah. Fifth yeah. grade w was band, and I started trombone in fifth, and I played through sophomore year of high school. Wow. I think I took a year of trombone, and that was it. I did not, like, when I got into, I think, junior high school, seventh, eighth grade, I was in choir, but only because I had to have an elective, and it was super easy. I never had any desire to play band. Um, I got into high school, same thing, I took choir, mainly because the choir director was really cute, um, Julie Bauer. Um, wow. Anyway, uh, what school was this? This was a like, Clackamas High School. Because I so, know that person. Do you know Julie Bowder? Uh -huh. 
Is she still? Do you, I mean, well, calm down, Will. I, she's got to be retired by now. Oh, she's been retired a long time. I, she was. Yeah. She was. She retired right around when I was because coming she on. She was really thing. young. She was in her twenties. Oh yeah. I think, when, oh no no no. I, she was like sixty so, something. I mean, she retired yeah. right in the first two years that I yeah. was teaching. She was a great director though. She yeah. Was oh really no no. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway. Uh. So yeah. When I got to college, I was start. I started going to college for elementary education. And I was going to take, I had to take a, for that, you have to take a specialty and then two areas of support. So, like, I think science was going to be my specialty, and I was going to do art and music. I taught myself to play the piano. I thought this shit would make me really marketable as a teacher to have, be a science teacher and has all also be able to teach, you know, back up on, on the, the arts. On, on the arts, yeah. So, uh, but man, after my first term of music theory, and I actually could write music. I'm like, this is what I want to do. So that's I shifted to music. And so since I going into music, I didn't have the chops. I mean, it's not like I've been playing an instrument for a long time. They shoved me in the back of the symphonic band, and I played percussion. But then throughout my education, I still had to learn all the other instruments. So um, I'm probably not going to be so good. I, I couldn't wait with Charlie. Um, actually, the day before... <laughs> The band uh, little meeting that we had, mm-hmm. I pulled out my clarinet and I showed him my clarinet and he was super excited. Like it was just all the he he loves gadgets and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So he loves like cases and 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 bags and you know he likes he likes back you know he just likes that kind of stuff. So um, it was in its own little case and mm-hmm. he loved how everything fit perfectly into his little slot and he took it apart and put it together and. And um, and I let him try it. I had one old reed left. Uh, oh, that had to be gross. I had not played it for. Oh. I had not played it for a couple years. <laughs> but, um, but You're making me want to throw up right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, so so he went into that meeting last night thinking he was going to do the clarinet, um, but then when he saw the trumpet, that was, that was and trumpet's was. really easy to carry. Yeah, it's not as. I remember we're carrying. Has a lot of parts. Has so many parts. Well, that's what yeah. he. That's what his company had. Because I only have one thing to deal with. I have to put the mouthpiece in. And yeah. I'm like, I told him, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really easier. hard to put together. It may be heavier than the clarinet, but you're out the door a lot faster. Too hard. Yeah. So. No trumpet. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. No, I I like the trumpet. Well, I have two older brothers that all went through band and stuff yeah. and so i grew up going to middle school bands and high school band concerts and so i ended up choosing the trumpet because i had an older brother who was a clarinet player did not like the sound of that at all um which now my son's playing which I is know. funny no no offense uh, that's always been my least favorite sounding uh, instrument as well well i've learned to really hate flute flute and clarinet both yeah a good clarinet player actually sounds really good but we're talking about beginners. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, but they had a, my, the middle school that I went to, um, had this out, this old, te- this old teacher who taught 1940s big band music with his jazz band. They really didn't do true, like true jazz. It was just, it was big band. And, always that lead second trumpet part coming out and I would always just be fixated. And so that's how I got stuck with that. But, um, it just also happened that my first band teacher, um, was a trumpet player. Um, he's still teaching. He's teaches at Westland high school still oh. now. So, um, and that's how it was for trombone for me. I remember listening to Glenn Miller and be like, God, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 
wanting to play it. And I kind of wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah. Because, you know, I'd be... Like most people when they're in band, they do not stick with it much after. Well, and not only that, my college, I was full, yeah. like you talked earlier. Your son didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice either. You know, my dad was trying to set me up for college, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. so language and band were yeah. required classes. I did not want to take either of those, and uh, ended up just hating it. And then I was playing basketball. But, and, but you, uh, like overall, you're glad that you did, right? Oh, I mean, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like you mentioned it. I mean, it gives you teaches you discipline, and I think teaches you. Uh, I remember hating practice every night, you know, coming home. My dad would always make me practice my trombone every yeah. night. I'd do 30 minutes on a mic no matter how, no matter what. And I could and it's not like you can't fake brushing your teeth. Yeah. You know, you're in your room. Your dad's going to know, you know. Yeah, that's not yeah. going to happen with me. No? I, I was the kid who showed up, just played. Yeah. I had to work. And that ticked my, like, that always, that mm. just ticked my, my, my director off. Because he always would keep picking harder pieces, yeah. and I was able to play them, and I didn't need any more than just band class to play them. And yeah. and he's like, "You got to practice," and I go, "Why? Am I playing anything wrong?" So yeah, it was. That's the way Liam has been with the cello, and I really. Would I hope char- he sticks with that. Yeah, Ch- he sounds good. The cello. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got good. His 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 intonation's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Is and Charlie going to be down with the violin? That'd be that'd be so cool. Well, I see. We talked about that. Like, I told him no. You should not violin viola, man, because yeah. viola you'll get a lot more parts to play. Yeah. Um, and you get the you. I mean, you don't have the melody as much, but you've got. I think the really more interesting. It's like the tenors. The tenors get the good parts because mm-hmm. it's all this inner motion. That, you know, they don't think it's the good parts. I'll just tell you that. Oh, really? No, because it's not I the melody. That were well, the you, 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 and I think it's the best part because that's the most exciting part because we understand what's going on. Yeah. Beginners have no clue, so I have to lie to my beginners all the time, saying you have the melody part when it's not the melody. <laughs> I tell tenors all the time, you have the melody. I tell my altos all the time, you have the melody. Well, it sounds like the Sopranos have the melody. Nope, you have the melody. The Sopranos have some supporting part. Yeah. I have to lie to them because otherwise they want to all sing. That's so great. They, ha- they want to sing the melody. Yeah. Because well, look at pop cor- culture. It's all about melody. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. I guess maybe partly because it's the comp- composer in me, mm-hmm. maybe. Because the melody is usually pretty easy. The, the bass line is super easy. But it's that you, you really, the interest comes in the harmony and the inner motion you know the the really the con- the contra motion of of when the melody line's going up, the inner lines are usually going down, right? And it just it here he goes. He's going down into the heads of the music world. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's uh, getting in his composition, the yeah. motion, the counter motion. Well, I'm moving my hands all around, <laughs> fucking with my hands. But yeah. yeah, but I mean that's I mean that's part of I think what I liked about composition was was the crafting of not just the melody but coming up with the you know something to support it that really you know makes it a lot richer than mm-hmm. just the melody so i think um yeah and it's not just it's not just the contra motion not just the the contrary motion of going up when the melody's going down but then it's also you you're adding rhythmic so like when the melody is holding a long part you're doing you know more frequent notes and i'm talking with my hands again more frequent notes in the in the inner parts so i don't know but uh, maybe that's why I f- find those parts a lot more interesting than... I think s- strings are the most impressive instrument out of... What I mean is, like, yeah. I've paid good money 
go to the Arnschnitzer and listen, to, you know, piano yeah. and strings, you know, Pink Martini or whatever have you, you know. I don't know if you ever listen to Pink Martini. I know Pink Martini. That's one of my... I'm I, just surprised that you do. I went and saw him at the Ar- I actually went and saw him at the Arnschnitzer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, they're from Portland. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, the... P- the the lead seniors from France, I believe. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but the group is organized from Portland. But yeah. like, I've never paid money to go watch or go listen to brass play. Yeah, I and have. I but like, I feel like strings are just and piano it are just so seems beautiful. More maybe. Well, and like, like we've talked about master and commander on our last podcast. You know, oh, just yeah. like that, just yeah. sounds awesome. You know, I got a bunch <laughs> of I got. Every time I've been like a very stressful like you know yeah. military school or something like that. We'll do a course that was so incredibly difficult. It was like, you know, 80% people were failing out. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to just classical music every night. It would just like, it was awesome. Uh, well, yeah, you mentioned something that caught my ear. Oh, um, we, my my wife's, actually mother's cousin. That's, that's a long, anyway. Wait, we know someone, mother's wife's mother's cousin. My mother-in-law's cousin. Um, they have uh, season tickets to the to the Portland Symphony, and so oh, okay. they with that they there's usually like two family or kid concerts every year. They, she gives one of them to, or she has them in the past often. One of them goes to like her grandkid, and then the other one she gives to us so that we can take Liam and Charlie. And man, if you're if if you've never had a chance, and right now with COVID, it's you know kind of impossible. But if you've never had a chance, um, well, actually, it's not. They're bringing them back, by the br- way. Yeah, it's all their whole se- session is now back. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Um, I haven't been. I keep keeping tabs on it. But the just to sit in a concert hall, and hear you're not just hearing the music. I mean, if there were like a hundred speakers up there and played, it would sound good. But when you have live instruments, live right. to where the music takes on i'm talking with my hands again um with live within a space we did like um like we this was the first one she gave us and it'd been a long time since i'd heard um live music in a concert hall you know or with with uh, not as opposed to pop music or something but um uh I, it was peter and the wolf mm-hmm. and if you guys you guys can look up on youtube peter and the wolf uh, if you don't know it, but it was uh, uh, Prokofiev, right? I want to say Stravinsky. Stravinsky. It's, okay. Ru- it's Russian. Yeah, I want to say the, Prokofiev. I don't think but, it's. I think it's Stravinsky, but we okay. can look it up later. We'll it, argue about it, this. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, but every it's a basically a childhood fable, a Russian fable, and every care it's about a boy who takes on. He he wants to be a man. He wants to go out. And he wants to, uh, he encounters a wolf and then the wolf, anyway, he encounters these animals out in the forest and every character in the story has their own little melody and each, not only their own little melody, but that melody is played on a specific instrument. So you have like the strings are represented by, uh, Peter is represented by the strings. You have Ivan the cat represented by the clarinet. You have... Um, Sasha the bird represented by a flute. You know the the characters is fit. A, the instruments fox, fit. The, oboe? Uh, the the wolves are brass. Yeah, but I think the fox is an oboe. Is there a fox? There a fox I don't there? remember a fox. Okay. The duck is the oboe. Duck is the oboe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember Sonia the duck. There we go. Yeah. But anyway, 
Um, but I just remember hearing that, and what I, I really liked was that the musicians that played those inst- that, those melodies, those specific instruments, and represented those characters, they would stand up, and they'd turn and kind of and move out to where, like, one of them actually got up, uh, I think it was the, the, uh, the oboist, or no, the clarinet player got up, because he's close to the front of the stage anyway, he got up and just walked out to the edge of the stage. And just to hear how it changed when he stood up and then turned towards us and then came out, just the way the dynamics of the music, not the loud and soft dynamics, but just how dynamic the sound was in that space. And it was so cool. And so if you, uh, I think another one we went and saw, they did, um, uh, oh, they did, um, uh, was it the beef? What's for dinner? The the oh, rodeo. Um, yeah, sweet. yeah. Um, um, Copeland, Aaron Copeland's yes, rodeo. Yeah. Yes, overture to rodeo. And that is this big, lots of strings, and it's very cowboy sounding. And just hearing that noise, they also did. I think in that same concert, they did. Um, uh, uh, William Tell the the yeah. The um, William the overture to William Tell uh, by I can't I can't remember anyway. But that hearing that sound, just um, it's just incredible. It's just so it completely fills the entire hall, and like you're surrounded by music. Um, it's just it's so good, and there's nothing like live performers. And it really it's really cool. I think as a dad to see my kids like taking the cello and then taking, even when we go to his concerts, which I haven't done for a, over a year because of COVID, but even that, you know, and these are like, you know, middle school or at that time, elementary level, uh, just to hear the live instruments in that space. It's really, really incredible. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox now. But well, just, it's, I haven't yet heard, heard live music in over a year. Yeah. I just hung. I just today finally handed out all the instruments. Yeah. So That's I crazy. still have to wait. We're going to attempt if it doesn't rain to go outside. Oh, that's cool. Because we don't have any of the PPE to stay indoors, but we don't have a covered area at my building, so oh. we have to go outside. If it's raining, then we can't go outside. Yeah. Otherwise, I have some instruments that will get damaged from the rain. So. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It really. I hear live music all the time, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The army band. Yeah. Which, by the way, is incredible. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like that, all the, all of them, some of them, actually, one of them is in, plays in the Portland Symphony. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those guys are incredible. I mean, the, the application process, you don't join the army, you join the band, and then Mm -hmm. they send you to basic training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, 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 yeah, I, there was a, somebody that was in college with that was getting recruited by. Yeah, and they they're incredible players, but like even just last. Yeah. I mean, everything's so crisp, you know, like Star Spangled Banner. Whatever they're playing is just like. Just There's a lot of YouTube videos on like I, I was watching them uh, for a while on like, uh, they're mainly and supposed to be educational, like for kids on like if they want to pick an instrument, but they're done by the, I don't know what. It was one of, one of the military, like the U.S. I don't know if you, the Marine Corps band. Well, the Marine Corps those, band does yeah. an educational outreach, and they're doing it again this year, where yeah. directors can actually do, um, like, I'm going to call it a Zoom conference with them, yeah. and they're going to they'll play, and then kids well, can ask questions 
by virtual as they're playing. Well, I mean, there's a two three four two thirty fourth army band in Portland. Yeah, yeah, and they're really good. And I get, I know, yeah, they're incredibly talented. In fact, there's a guy on there that was a Fulbert Colonel, which is a really high ranking, and yeah. he wants to f- continue his last three years in the band. So he took a bus down to E five Sergeant and joined really? and joined the band. That's crazy. Because I mean, for your retirement in the army, it's your high three. So he's already getting the retirement. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, taking okay. that. I mean, he's taking probably a fifteen thousand a month pay cut. You know, just just to play in the band. But that's his yeah. dream. Is like, yeah. hey, good for you, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really incredible. I mean, that's yeah. actually that's really cool. Yeah. So I we're friends because my wife and I are friends with um, this family named the Skeltons, and John Skelton was the band director for um, for that army band. Um, mm. But he retired. He taught out at Dallas as well, but he retired from that, I think, maybe 15, 20 years ago. And he's now the band director for the Salem Band co- Community Band here in yeah. town stuff. So cool. Yeah, I mean, just to comment on what you're saying, you're yeah. like every ceremony I'm at, just yep. hearing them you, play, just. Yeah. Yeah, you get to hear them still. <laughs> and the, the, and the melodies they play are really yeah. awesome because they're historic, yeah. you know, from yeah. the 1700s and. Yeah, a lot of them are British I, melodies, but I don't think I've ever mentioned this here. But I used to be a Civil War reenactor. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, you have mentioned that. Have I mentioned that on here? Yeah, you yeah, mentioned I've done that. All the yeah, time. but um, it's been like probably ten years since I've done it. Well, that's why you like but, the flute and the drums, probably. Uh, well, yeah. I, but we had a fife and drum corps, yeah. oh, okay. and that was actually really cool. To no, hear. it is really cool. Yeah, I remember one time we marched. Um, we, for those of you who are local to the Oregon area, you'll probably know. Um, Fort Stevens State Park. We did one of our events, and it's like you do these big events where they have reenactors come in from all over, and there's camps, and they do they they'll do battles. They're not recreating any battles, but they'll do like a you know they'll just uh, demonstrate basically a battle, make it look like anyway um, uh, the North versus the South and all that. And there's cannons and there's me, yeah. and there's artillery, there's um, infantry and and uh, horses, the cavalry. Anyway, but um, we did a march from uh, the local, like we're in the historic area at Fort Stevens, which is an area, uh, a fort, an old historic fort in Oregon. Uh, it was originally a Civil War fort. It was established there. They were worried about the British siding with the with the Confederates in the South and coming down because at the time British Columbia was a British colony, and so. Um, they were worried about the British coming, so they put it was a Civil War fort there to make sure that the Brits didn't come down, come down the Oregon coast. But um, uh, and then there's also a campground, and so we marched from that's like a few miles away. We marched from the campground to the historic area, and it was like one evening, and we had our fife and drum corps with us, and it was like it was just so cool um, to build them, like just to be marching with. The Fife and Drum Corps was always so much fun. You just, you can't help but feel really, I don't know, patriotic is the word, but you just feel, it just feels really, um, it's just energizing, I guess is the word, you know. Yeah. I've marched a couple, I've marched uh, like Macy's Parade in Portland and stuff like yeah. that with the drums. Well, I mean, and since I was never in band in school, I never got to march in the marching band. So like that, I imagine it's probably the same way for kids marching in marching band. You just, you just feel really... It just feel like yeah. you're part of this group and and uh, just same with bagpipes too, like the bagpipes. Watching yeah. those guys march and stuff, like you're like, oh, that's pipes. pretty cool. I would never want to yeah. play them, but you know. So those drummers, the, <laughs> yeah, the, that's what I mean. The, the drummers, drummers, yeah. yeah, those the 
the Highland Drummers are really those are fantastic. Actually, when I was in school, I remember them playing a concert for us. In fact, we had um, I gotta say on this march that we did this one time at at Fort Stevens, the drummer that we had was a guy that I went to school with. Um, he super super talented drummer. I mean, I mean, he should have gone on to be a professional drummer. Why he didn't, I don't know. Um, he actually played on stage with Shania Twain one time when she came to Portland. Um, he auditioned, uh, kind of they had over the phone auditions, mm-hmm. and he actually got to play Shania Twain when she came to Portland. But he 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 was studied as a jazz musician, jazz drummer, and so he I mean he did everything. But but so I just remember walking back. He's doing like some Gene uh, Krupa stuff. He was like really like major syncopated. It was just really cool. I mean, not Perry DeSolar at all, but. It was just really, we marched, yeah, we marched through the campground, that's what we did. And so, anyway. Yeah, so, it, but it, I don't know. Uh, well, we've been talking for just about an hour. So, so, so Joe, kind of as, as a band director now, um, what, how, do you, what, how do you feel about, like, should parents, like, try to push their kids into taking an instrument or... Uh, joining the band in general, or how do you feel about that? Um, well, it really kind of depends. Um, the hard part is, so I don't work in the district that we live in. Mm-hmm. And so in this district, you just watch kids just drove into band, choir, orchestra. In my district, you have to beg them mm. to. This district has got a really good reputation, though, for music. Yeah. So that's they, they've made it to be something that people want to be part of. Yeah. And it's been supported for years and stuff. And so it's, it's more of kids and people want to be a part of it because it's an established, it's an established thing that people want to be part of. Where I work, where I work, um, that used to be one of the premier music programs in the state, um, and the district decided to kill it mm. about thirty years ago, right about the time you last time you were over there for a jazz festival. I teach at McMinnville, so you, when you went there for the J- McMinnville Jazz Festival, yeah, that would have been. What, didn't you say Westland or did you? No, was it oh. uh, Adam Stevens? Yeah, um, so that would have been two thousand yeah. something. Yeah, so. Right about there, there was a shift in leadership, and they really strangled the music program. Mm. And they're still slowly, they're just starting to let go and starting to fund it again. But what that did is it showed the community and showed the kids that music was not important. Mm. And um, so it's really kind of hard to tell parents to, really push their kid into it if they don't really have their heart set into it. Yeah. When the community has been shown that this is not necessarily something they really fully want to support. Oh. Where here in Salem Kaiser, you can kind of push the kid and say, Hey, I think this is really good for you and you should do this because there is a lot of benefits to be playing in, in a band or orchestra or even in choir where the dedication comes in that kids need to learn the hard work that needs yeah. to come in. 
Um, there will be some, it, not everything just comes to you. you it's not like there, this is the generation of, I want everything now. Yeah. And I want it to be perfect now. That's Charlie. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he was like frustrated when he couldn't get a note right away. Yeah. Dude, it'll, it'll come. It'll come. Just it'll come. And yeah. you know, but, but society, but society right now is every 30 yeah. seconds, something right. changes, We're right? Very, very yeah. ADD society. For sure. Yeah. And so, you know, in in this town where we live is because it's something you do everybody does it or at least like, i think the statistics is 60 percent of the students oh, in this wow. district is in a music class yeah um and so that's a you, you, everybody see you just see all these violins and cellos and band instruments and yeah getting on the buses all over the place where i teach you don't see that mm. it's kind of the odd person one person getting on a bus two people get on a bus that has an instrument um, we don't even have an orchestra program um so it's really hard to tell a parent you should push them into it i think if you're in a, in a situation where you don't have necessarily a strong supported music program as a parent you you need to be the support and you need to be the support all the way through mm-hmm. and i think if and so it's it's having that discussion getting them to support it and trying it and sticking with it for at least a year. Cause I think a lot of times kids, because they want the results immediately, every time I tell the kids, you're not going to sound like what you want to sound like. It's going to take a couple months, Yeah. but you got to work through it. And I, but I promise you at the end, you will sound the way you want to sound. And, um, if the kid isn't already preset to that, then they're just going to, they're going to make it worse. Because they don't want to be there. Yeah. So. So, you're doing band, and you also you're also doing choir. What so I so I have a I do choir, I do band. I am now starting a mariachi well, band. Uh, hold on, Joe. Okay. Now I know your last name is is not. It's it's like uh, what do I want to say? It's <laughs> it's Ukrainian. It's Ukrainian. Okay. <laughs> and and you're European. you're you're just about as pale as I am. So a mariachi band. Now tell me about how did this get started? Because um, actually, so yeah. So people looking at me don't realize that I actually have um, I I I, I have I have ancestry that goes all the way the, back to the Azores. So my grandmother on my mom's side was um, fully um, from her whole family was from the Azores. Well, so, so Azores is part of Portugal. Oh, okay, all right. So okay. Portugal, Spain area. Okay, all right. So I'm not Mexican, but um, but I mostly go towards the German side of my right. family and Jean Jean Pool. So when I you look thinking, at, are you are you Dutch? No, no, I'm I'm mostly German and Ukrainian, okay. and then my on my other side I have the because um, if if you look at some of my siblings, they can they look like they could be Latinos. Oh, okay. Um, because they, they, because of the dark hair, the dark skin, I'm yeah. blonde, blue eyed, pale right. face. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I yeah. do not look anywhere near you look it. about as European as you can get. Yes. Um, so I had those genes, but, um, I do Northern have family. European. Yeah. I, so I have family that way, but, um, I also grew up in a place where, um, we had a lot of, um, cultures that my family was involved in. And so my district is 37, 38% Latinos. And we don't provide or we haven't been providing in our district really anything that's Hispanic-based. Um, you do some credos. What? Some credos. Yeah. So, um, 
You know, Credos. Uh, it, um, it's music for cartel. Yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to re- remember exactly, but um, so yeah, so I've been pushing to do a mariachi. Pa- I, I'm just gonna move right on. I'm like, I don't know it's how huge to. Huge in Mexico. It, it, yeah, it's like, it, you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of rap in, in it, 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 it is, and I, oh. I, and there's a, um, several <laughs> middle school kids that like that music. It's a really beautiful tone. Yeah, see, to yeah. me, I just think of like the uh, uh, Tigre de Nortes and the those kind of like they call the banda music. You know? Yeah, that's all I know. Well, it? yeah, and and so so basically, I I've been pushing for about ten years to get more culturally diverse that's in my that's district. That's really cool. I think that's really cool. And so finally, I have a new principal who I basically pitched it to her, and she's like, yes. And so I had a class yeah. and I actually, it's one of my biggest classes. Um, I actually don't have enough instruments, so I've had to borrow them from all over the place. You got a guitarron? I have two guitarons and, uh, really? and I have two vetsuelas and I have, and so I have two guitarron players. I have two vetsuela players. Um, I, have, I actually read an article on those about how few and far between the artists are that people will fly them. Yeah. To yeah. record because they're just no, it's yeah. just a lost art. Like uh, for those people who don't it's know, bass, it's, bass it's a bass guitar, but it looks it looks like a guitar. Yeah, it's what's the huge. what's it's the like, piano? It's like an elephant guitar. Uh, the accordion. Yeah. accordion. What's the name accordion. of the the Spanish version? Uh, of it, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. We we. I'm not because I don't know how to use one of those. I don't teach it. Um, yeah. So I'm doing a very basic mariachi band where. Um, we'll have the three guitars and then, yeah. um, we'll have some trumpets, which I was trying have not to do. Gotta have a tuba. No, we're not having a tuba. Dude. <laughs> no. That's like the part. That's like the best no. part. Dun, 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 dun. So. That's, that's know. what the get their own place. That's actually yeah, the part that right. they play. Oh. I think of the tuba. Um, I mean, that is part of the, they do know. use tubas to offset. Um, when especially if it's a large mariachi band, I think of like and they're not, and stuff like that. that well, cause a lot of the traditional mariachi is kind of a polka feel. Yeah. So, um, so you have that. So there's violins, there's guitar. So it's a very basic mariachi. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't going to go any bigger than that because I thought the class would be like 15 kids. Yeah. I have 33 in there right You're now. You're kidding me. That is fantastic. Which is great, except that I don't have the instruments. Oh. <laughs> so I've, um, so I've scratched everywhere I can find and I found the instruments for every kid. Um, and I got the district to finally buy some because some of the violins I'm borrowing are in really bad shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're borrowed and we needed instruments. So the district is buying 10 in, um, string instrument uh, violins. But the rest of the stuff I bought off of grants um, and, yeah. and or there are trumpets that I have in my my stash of trumpets and stuff. But um, yeah, so... Yeah, so I'm doing a mariachi. I do two sixth grade rotations of ukulele. Yeah. So we um, they learn ukulele, and then so I have a sixth grade beginning band, and then I have a seventh and eighth grade mixed concert band, and then then I have the mariachi, and I have two um, um, ukulele classes, and I have a choir class, and then in about two weeks I'm going to start a drum line after school. Whoa. I have ac- I actually my old superintendent my old superintendent had been there for 20 years. She retired. You, you can't pack up your schedule too much because we still need to record this podcast. I'm Just only I, I'm only doing it one day a week after oh, school. Okay. Right. Um and so Wow, Nick um, Cannon's coming all the way to Oregon, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so um but sh- 
before the COVID, I had a band of 110 kids oh, in my yeah. middle wow. school. And so we um, were scheduled to play at the Junior Rose Festival um, Parade. We were supposed to march in it. So I didn't actually have – I do. this is what I do in my district. If I plan something, get accepted, then I go to my district and say, I need the instruments. And so I – got accepted this is what i did um a few years ago when i was asked to start a marching band at the high school yeah i didn't have the instruments got to accepted for the starlight parade at portland yeah that makes sense actually, and and, and said i need the instruments or i needed uniforms or whatever and yeah. the district went and found the money for it um so the old superintendent before she left because we were selected to do that she bought all brand new uh, marching equipment so That's i was like great. so i have all this marching equipment and uh, then COVID hit and my band shrunk to about a quarter of the size. Well, can you use some of that mariachi, some of the marching stuff for the mariachi because you got trumpets and you've got, is it only brass? Uh, trumpets only? is the only, is the only brass okay, inside right. a mariachi. Um, there is more you can add because to it, I've but seen in general, like euphonium and see yeah, you can yeah. see trombones. Um, I'm like I said, I'm sticking with just the basic yeah. start of it. Um, we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm going to start a drum line. Um, class one day a week after school um our high school actually has a pretty good sized marching band now oh that's and so it's kind of i'm trying to get the drummers a little bit more prepared because all the brat all the windwind instruments and everybody come in and they're all set to do high school band and but for concert band there's not a lot of pieces that have a lot of percussion usually there's like one or two percussionists and that's all you really need to play most concert band music i'll write you something Okay. Yeah. Well, um, and so, you know, I, I might have four percussionists, but two of them are having to wait until the next song. And so you don't have a lot. And then you send them up to the high school. And it's how do you build this big, huge drum line? If you only get two or three kids every year, it yeah. doesn't add up. So, yeah. So hmm. sounds like you're really busy. Um, I, I mean, I, we could go on. We've already been talking <laughs> for uh, over an hour, I think. Uh, we could go on for probably another hour talking about band, I think. But um, uh, I just, I, I, to circle it back to like our kids, it's really cool. I saw that picture of Sam, and uh, Charlie was not interested in band. I said, until I told him, you know, Sam's playing the clarinet. He goes, what? He's like, what? What? And the other thing that happened, I think, really changed his mind is that Liam, much to my surprise, Liam just upgraded from a half size cello to a three quarter size mm-hmm. cello. This year, and so we he brought it home, and he. And it uh, sounds different, doesn't it? It sounds. It it's sounds more older, rich. Yeah. yeah. It has that more distinct cello sound. Um, I mean, his other one did too. It's just this it, one. It's, they're more. they're just different. Yeah. They're, yeah. But, um, he actually, when he got this new cello, he let uh, he let Charlie actually try it out, and I was surprised me because he's usually so like, um, what's the word? Uh, so precious about it. You can't. Oh, and I'm glad that he's careful with it. Um, so I think that maybe got him a little hooked on the music thing, and then seeing Sam, I think that was kind of the the censure too. Well, I think so, our Cub Scout could have a little band because Kyle also is trumpet now. Yeah, I know. I, I saw, saw that, that on too. Facebook yeah. from, from his mom. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, that's what, one thing I told Charlie. He's like, man, if you do trumpet, you could like going into Boy Scouts, you could like play bugle, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, the other thing I said is you could also move to the French horn or. Mm-hmm more appropriately called the horn which is the real name mm-hmm. um i remember my mentor in at western oregon told he would play the horn 
and he said, don't ever call it a French horn. Mm-hmm. It's a horn, a horn and F. If you yeah, it's either F horn yeah, or yeah. Uh, G so, horn or whatever, E flat horn or something like that. I can't remember. So, off the top of my head right now. well, that has like F and B flat or the. the oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's he, a he horn. actually had one that was had two in one, so it had a trigger. Yeah, and you could flip switch it, it to yeah. a B flat, um, which was pretty cool. But he called it a Frankenhorn. We had like the different parts from all these different. Yeah, that was that was probably a very expensive horn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I, I was telling Charlie, you could switch to like the horn and like not a lot of kids play the horn. So you would definitely get parts mm-hmm. like, you know, you wouldn't have a lot of competition. I don't think so. Anyway, so he's, he's actually, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll do that next year. Yeah. So, well, we told Sam he couldn't, uh, I said, he kind of wanted to, he kind of liked the, uh, saxophone too. And I was like, well, you know what, as a band parent, you're going to play the clarinet before you switch to the saxophone. Yeah. Um, I don't know what his band teacher's opinion was about saxophone because I didn't go to the thing. But um, as a band teacher, yeah, they really would rather you start as a clarinetist and then switch over. They did. One of the high school kids that played, played, uh, had a Barry, a Barry saxophone. Yeah, because it's cool. Yeah. Barry saxes are cool. They're cool. I got to say, the way they did this, when these high school kids played, each, there was like two trumpers that played together. There was a saxophone that played there was um, a percussionist who played a little marimba, but they all played something. The two saxophone players played um, part of uh, the Cantina Band song from mm-hmm. Star Wars, uh, which was really cool, which fits out really well. The the, the Barry Sax player played um, the Imperial March from Star Wars. Uh, oh, they didn't using, work great. Okay, so they're using that sheet. Okay, yeah, so I know exactly they're what hooking the kids in. Yeah. yeah, so but they're, they're yeah. but they played stuff that the I know kids, where you got that. the fifth graders, <laughs> yeah, and then but I'll tell you what blew me away. The trumpeters played oh, is uh, when Charlie you, gets better, I'll give him the sheet. You got a friend in me. I think they played. I have a there's a there's a sheet that a band teacher did up in Portland about ten years ago. That's um, what he's using, and it has yeah. all and it and it's for all the so every instrument can play all these little intro parts. Yeah, yeah. The um, but I gotta tell you, the kid, the percussionist, played the marimba. Uh, played a little bit of snare, a little bit of marimba, mm-hmm. but on the marimba he played the Super Mario Brothers theme. Yeah, which was so. Good. I mean, he was so good at it, and that's not an no. easy thing. It's it's got a lot of pretty quick sticking in it, mm-hmm. and so. But it was really cool. But I thought it was great the way they were trying to give the kids like they weren't just playing some like classical piece or something. No. They were playing something the kids would to get them excited about playing an instrument. So it's really great. Um, yeah, I think we got to wrap it up, and we've been talking for a while. But uh, any final last comments? No? No. Okay. Not really. Anyway, I'm great to see, uh, like I said, great to see Sam being so excited about it. Glad to hear that he's excited. And I'm really thrilled to hear that he and Charlie might well be in the same band. No, they will be in the same they will band. Be? Okay, that's really cool. I don't know how they'll separate it up, but they are in the same fifth grade band. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, so I think that's going to wrap us up. If you uh, would like to tell us about your experience in band, we'd like like to hear it. Um, or how long-winded we are. Or, for, yeah, <laughs> or how long-winded. I think this topic was a... I mean, we barely touched on this topic, I think. We talked about a lot of other stuff, too. But um, there's so much more we can talk about with band. But um, you can reach us at pwgpodcast uh, at gmail.com or you can reach us at pwg... pw... pw... P-W-G-U. P-W-G-U, uh, at PWGU podcast on Twitter. 
And our oh. next podcast is going to be about marathon training. It's mar- is it really? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Something that we can all just make sure we know enough about. Yeah. You know? uh, okay. Um, but That's thanks running, for right? everybody listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? It's running, right? <laughs> it's running. <laughs> I feel like sometimes our podcast can be a marathon, <laughs> but um, the way we go on. But anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, uh, reach out to us if you have any any uh, comments. We love to hear from you. But uh, I think uh, that's going to wrap us up for now. I'm hoping we stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>